I am back uh, from a long week. I know I haven't seen you guys in a week. And every I, I say this every time. Like, one week is apparently like two years in Yu-Gi-Oh! time because so much has happened. We had a whole ass YCS that, you know, it was a YCS. Ooh, tier one, no way, crazy. Um, yeah, but a lot going on. We have some um, interesting new support and some reprints to talk about. I know I hear all you budget players clanging your change in your pocket. I, I know you're ready for this. Um, but yeah, how was your guys' weekends or Thanksgiving week? Mine was uh, very uneventful. I ended up doing homework for four days straight. But you know what? That shit is almost done. And uh, after these next two weeks, I am going to chill. Have a nice relaxing couple weeks off before school starts again. And in the meantime, be looking out for some content that I can actually produce. Um, I was going to have a guest today, but unfortunately he couldn't make it today. But we've pushed it back to next week. So it's okay. I know, guys. I know. Um, but either way, I am here to relay some news, talk about some fun stuff, and I'll start off, um, with a couple shout-outs, like I always do. I want to shout-out the Scapegoat Podcast. Please check them out if you haven't. New Patreon, really cool. Guys, you know, awesome. Uh, the Top Cut Podcast, if you're not listening to this podcast, I mean, what are you doing, guys? Um, very high-quality content, um... Honestly, one of the reasons I started this, so please shout out to them. Please check them out. Um, any traffic is traffic for me as well because um, they are really cool creators. If you're hearing this, let me on the podcast one time. I promise I'll be family friendly. I, I'll give you like a half promise. I'm sorry. Um, some other people. I will shout out Ryan Fletcher. So, um, if you guys aren't in, like, the competitive Yu-Gi-Oh! scene, Ryan Fletcher is, um, the Flunderies guru. This man, like, is the Flunderies master. If there is one man who cannot be stopped, it's him with Flunderies, man. Um, and he actually made top 16. He went undefeated in Swiss, which, again, that's already a crazy accomplishment. But then also getting top 16 and... Um, there's actually some drama we'll talk about with that, but, um, either way, I just want to give him a huge shout out. You did amazing. You represented the Flunder community and I'm very happy about that. Um, so yeah, without further ado, I'll talk about my week in Yu-Gi-Oh! So I know you guys are going to hate me for this and I'm sorry. Um, but I am playing Terra Elements and the reason is, is because I'll be honest with you guys. I haven't gotten a regional win. And it's stressing me the fuck out. I want so bad to have a regional win. And I had all the cards laying around. Because I did pick up the deck fairly early. Um, I was playing like budget Terra Elements for a while. Which was like Mill Night Serpent. <laughs> um, but I had all the cards. Right. So I went ahead, built it together. And I played... Um, Thursday and Saturday, like I usually do. I try to play Thursday and Saturday. Well, last Thursday I couldn't play, so I just played Saturday. Um, but Saturday was an interesting, um, one. So I went 1-1-2. One, one, yeah, it, it was, it was not the day, man. It was not the day. Um, first match I played, literally went to time. I milled my Skullmark Ladybug, right? So I'm playing against, uh, it's like a branded... A Shizu tier. It's one of my friends. Like, they're really cool. Um, 
and I had to Kelbeck because it was in time. So I'm like, I have to mill my ladybug. And I used the Shiren effect to mill my Kelbeck. So I'm milling and I hit my ladybug. And I'm like, oh my god, like I win. Um, and then she had a King of the Swamp and a Shiren engrave, and I had nothing to stop it. So for me, I'm like, okay, this is fine. Like, she can't make anything that really does anything here. And then she made Invoked Kaliga, and I lost. <laughs> and we tied <laughs> because I couldn't gain life points because I already activated a monster effect. So that happened. Um, that was funny. Yeah, it, it hurt my soul because <laughs> I should have won that game. If I was playing Scattershot, man, I could have won the game easily, which kind of sucks. Um, I need to pick up some Scattershots. I know. I hate the time rules too, but I have to do it. Um, the second match I played was a tier mirror in which we tied again. And again, uh, I didn't mill my ladybug and, uh, the guy didn't mill the Alex, uh, who I was playing against, he didn't mill his scattershot. So we tied again, you know, that's just that if you guys have ever played tier mirrors, which I hope to God you haven't, um, it's either when it when it goes into time, it's like who mills their time cards first, or who draws a uh, spooky dogwood, which is hilarious. Like it's it's absolutely like entertaining. Um, I think who did I play game three? Game three, I played a friend Tyler, and he. I, I'm just, I'm just gonna be honest, guys. I I drew awful, and he just smoked me. <laughs> like he absolutely he rolled me up. He he put a little put a little action on the the um the Swisher Suite and then just lit me on fire and rolled me, dude. It was, it was awful. Um, it, there was not even, not even a shot I was playing. And then we played for fun and like actually beat him like twice and it sucks. But yeah, he, he's just an insane player. He's been playing Sword Soul cause he's, he's sad that he won't get to play Sword Soul anymore cause Mystic Mind will be a thing. Thank God. Um, but yeah, that, that kind of sucks. Um, it happens though. And then the last game, I think I just 2 0 really quick. It wasn't even a game. So, you know, we got we got to get better. This weekend I have, like, kind of like a small tournament for, like, uh, a mat. It's like the charity event that I usually do. I'm trying to go win, but, you know, sometimes it won't happen. But I'm hoping I don't mill bad, and I'm hoping I actually learn this deck because I will say, as much as I hate this deck, it is very, like, you got to be, like, on top of your shit to play it. Like, I'm trying to become a better player, and, like, this is why I started playing Terra Elements, because the deck is so, like, skill-intensive. Um, not like uh, that one guy who said it's all staged. Oh, my God, I have to get into that. So, um, there's a guy on Twitter. I don't know what his name is. I think it's, like, Yusei YGO or something. Um, I saw, uh, what's his face? Um, Distant Coder talk about it. Yes, it is Yusei YGO. Did he delete it? Oh my god, did he delete it? Oh my god, he kept going? Okay. So, this guy, Yusei Wajio. Um, so, a lot of this is in, I think, French. Which, um, it's okay. Whatever. Um, but let's see here. He was talking about how he thinks that all of Yu-Gi-Oh! is staged and rigged. Which, hilarious. But he is saying, essentially, that the better players, like, Konami basically pairs them up better. Like, they don't play a lot of rogue decks. Which, look, 
I, I don't think that's the case. But, I mean, when you're higher up, you're not going to play, like, these weird rogue decks. And a lot of these weird rogue decks literally just get swept, which sucks. But it's just how it is. Like, like against a tier deck, like, there's not much you can do unless you're playing the best deck on the Earth, Earth Machine. And then you just you just win, you know? Or if you're playing Infernoid, you just win. Like, God. It doesn't even tier do, you know? Just mill cards. Ooh. Fusion summon. Like. I don't care. But yeah. Um, but it's a very skill intensive deck. Learning it. It sucks. I'd rather just play Flunder. But you know, I'm trying to get a better become a better player so that way when I do play Flunder, I can just kick everybody's asses. Um, and that's that's what I want to do. I want to become the Flunder killer. I want to envision myself as Ryan Fletcher. So Ryan Fletcher, if you're listening to this, I need to know what you dress like. I need to know your wardrobe i need to know how you cut your hair i need to know everything because i'm gonna become literally a spinning image of you please don't take this seriously but yeah um so that happened which um look you guys can believe what you want to i am not going to tell you that you're not allowed to believe that Yu-Gi-Oh is fake but um my thing is is why would they fake Yu-Gi-Oh? it's not like you win anything to be honest like what are you winning a switch congrats that paid for my hotel room like <laughs> if, if they were really faking it like I feel like there would be I don't know a lot more like evidence but there's not really evidence it's just him saying oh but this guy was in top four like four times in a row it's like yeah because he's a good player and it's like well because tier is luck and I'm I mean yeah that's true but at the same time, like, a good tier player, if they mill bad, they're still going to win because they're the better player. Because, I mean, that that is how the format is. Like, as much as I hate a tier zero format, this is what it is. Like, it really is the better player usually wins. Which uh, sucks for me because I'm not the better player. But also, some cool stuff that I like to talk about as well is MBT posted a G Golem 10-minute testing. God, I love G Golems. So cool. If you guys are looking for a really funny deck to play, G Golems are actually hilarious, but they're actually, like, good. I, I don't know how to say it. They're, like, actually good. Um, and it's mostly because all of the G Golem cards just generate token after token after token. Like, literally, the, the level 6, um, you contribute it to literally special 3 tokens, which, bruh, that's crazy three tokens <laughs> and then you literally just make the link two, and you make another one that revives the link two, and then bang another token so you right there have already generated enough advantage to make a um excuse me a transcode so that's already what you need i mean the deck is really cool um if you look at his deck it's pretty it's pretty fucking rad to be honest but yeah the deck's um kind of cool just like to give a cool little talk about that. And then we will also get into Friday. So, um, actually, is it Friday or is it Saturday? It is Saturday. Saturday, the new um, Dark World structure deck comes out. I don't know if we had Dark World fans, if they even existed. Um, but, yeah, it comes out Friday. A lot of cool danger reprints. So if you're looking for danger cards, 100% just pick it up. I mean, it's worth it just for that. And there's also a skill drain reprint as a common. 
Um, and also, the deck might actually be, like, semi-competitive um, out of the box. I mean, it's, it's nothing's going to be tier, you know what I'm saying? But, like, it, it's still a good locals deck. And, I mean, for $30, you're getting all of that. So, I mean, that's totally worth it. I mean, it's, it's just like buying three of the Albaz Strike Structure decks. Like, the Structure decks have actually been not bad, these last couple of Structure decks. Uh, excluding the Ice Barrier one and the um, Spirit Charmer one. Those are just bad. But... I mean, the last couple ones, like, the Cyber Strike really wasn't even that bad. I mean, it wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. Like, you could play it. It's playable. Like, Spirit Charmers are not playable. Um, and the Ice Barrier cards, God God forbid anybody play Ice Barrier cards, but, yeah, those are also very unplayable. I love Rogue decks, but, uh, holy shit. <laughs> After reading, like, two cards, I was like, man, this sucks. <laughs> how, how do you guys act? How, how do you Ice Barrier fans just, like, let Konami print these shitty cards. Like, you, you know, like every other archetype has gotten like a, like a, almost a uh, Math Max circular. And you guys just get like another shitty ice barrier card. <laughs> like, you have one of the best synchro monsters of all time, Trishula, and your deck can't even like consistently make it, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. Also, um, talking about old cards, boys, there's a new, like, side set i think coming out and it's called maze of memories so maze of memories is like reprinting a lot of the older cards in the tc like in the ocg that haven't been imported over here um like excel synchro stardust dragon uh black luster soldier legendary swordsman and then guess what a baron reprint that's right guys your hundred dollar barons get i mean i don't get rid of them but like you know just just know there's a reprint coming and that's coming in march um, there's also some other really, 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 really cool things. Guess what, guys? We're going to have Gate Guardian support. What the fuck? That, that is actually a thing. You know, I joked about it on this podcast. Like, haha, Gate Guardian support? But, like, this is actually a thing. Like, who, Konami has to be listening to this podcast, okay? They're listening to the podcast and they're taking our notes because, you know, as... As listeners in the Medicare podcast, you automatically gain an extra nine brain cells. So they're listening to what we have to say. So Konami, if you're listening to this, print another Flunder Monster. I want you to print the most broken card for every rogue deck, and I want you to hit tier. Listen to me. I know what I'm talking about, okay? I've played Yu-Gi-Oh! for a year, so that means I have an expert opinion. Not the guys that have been here for more than a year. I have the expert opinion. Okay, and if my viewer ever says something in my comments on Twitter, they know what they're talking about. Okay, like don't don't listen to all the pro players. Listen to us, the the real pro players. Okay, thank you. But yeah, uh, reprints of all the Gate Guardian stuff, and then apparently they're gonna be fusion monsters. Um, I'm not sure how that's gonna work. I I'm thinking it's gonna be like a contact fuse type of thing. Um. I don't know how good that'll be. I think it's more of just for, like, a nostalgia bait, like every Dark Magician card. But, uh, yeah, um, I think that's pretty cool. I think Konami, I like Konami, like, going back and, you know, giving giving old archetypes support. Because we don't need new archetypes. Because we already have, like, a million and a fucking half. And, speaking of new archetypes oh my god that was the best transition of all time we have to talk about the new t 
TCG archetype. God, this this archetype is a it's an archetype, all right. So um, the new archetype is gonna be called Gold Pride, and it's like um, Gaga Ga cowboy if he was like white um, on a fucking robotic horse, and it's Gold Pride Leon. It's a wind monster, so barrier statue, no go. Okay, and it's from Photon Hypernova. Um, I I'm probably gonna buy this archetype because I buy every TCG exclusive archetype. Like I bought Goaty like immediately when it came out. But um, this is kind of like Goaty, so I don't know why they didn't just give Goaty support cards because this is literally the same thing. So it's a warrior tuner effect monster. It's a level 3. If your life points are lower than your opponent's, you can special summon this card from your hand. Okay, cool. That's that's good. Okay. Uh, if this card is normal, special summon. Target one non-warrior gold pride monster in your graveyard. Special summon it in defense position. Also, you cannot special summon monsters from the extra for the rest of the turn except gold pride monsters. That is absolutely fucking terrible. Um, now, it depends on how these gold pride monsters are, but knowing Konami and like TCG archetypes, they're going to make it like, draw a card. Oh, you've gained advantage. Um, during your opponent's main phase, you can quick effect immediately after this effect resolves. Synchro summon one synchro monster using only gold pride monsters you control. You can only use each effect of Gold Pride Leon once per turn. Okay. So, like I said, it's literally goatee, but, like, worse. I don't know. Like, it just feels worse. Um, number one, it's it's not really generic. Like, so all the goatee monsters just say fish on them. So, you can special summon a fish. This has to literally say Gold Pride, and it's a non-warrior Gold Pride monster, which, that's ass. Um... Also, the quick effect synchro is, like, good, but it, it, you can only use gold pride monsters you control. With the goatee archetype, you literally just have to summon a fish synchro monster, and you can use any cards you control. So this is, like, a ten times worse goatee with, like, zero reason to play this archetype. Like, there's zero reason to play this. You just buy goatee. Goatee is, like, $10 for the whole cooler dog. Like, why would you buy this archetype? I mean, like, the art's cool. Like, the art looks pretty sick, but, like, the, also the goatee art looks sick, and it's more playable. And you can actually play Shifter in that deck. What are you doing with this? Are you summoning an ass level 7 that lets you draw a card, or are you summoning a Rhinopost and banishing a fish monster from deck, a generic fish monster from deck? I don't know. Just let me know. Because, uh, damn, this card's bad. But, yeah, I... That, that's one of the um, big things I have with Konami right now is, man, if they just took a second and realized, like, you know, we can give archi TCG uh, exclusive archetypes more than just, like, two waves of support. Like, imagine if Godi got, like, I don't know, if they got a card that said, it was, it's a level 8 that says special summon a level 2 fish monster from your deck. Do you know how much better the deck would be? What if they gave him a Link monster? What if they gave him just another, like, extender? The deck's playable. Like, it's not bad. It's playable. But no. Instead, they make a Gold Pride archetype, which... That just sounds racist. I, I don't know. Like, Gold Pride seems very racist. I don't know. Racism. In Yu-Gi-Oh, I couldn't imagine. But yeah. Bad. Don't 
don't do it. Don't do what I'm about to do and just spend money on it because it's a TCG exclusive. Because, man, it sucks. <laughs> um, But, yeah, let's see here. I feel like I'm missing something, you know? I, I, I just can't think of it off the top of my YCS head. Oh, wait, we had a YCS? Yes, we did, boys. So, um, as you know, we had a YCS. And um, so the winner of it was actually... Drum roll, please. Dude, do I have a drum roll button? Hold up, I have to find a drum roll button. Okay. Oh, yes, I do. That is not what I thought that was, but yeah, it's Jesse Cotton. Jesse Cotton won. Um, and guess what he was playing, guys? There's no way you'll guess. There's no way you'll guess. Wait, wait, wait. Guys? Yep, no way you'll guess. It's it's Terrell Minishizu. No way. Crazy. That never could have happened. There's no way we could have guessed that. But we do kind of have a top 32. Um, there's a lot of unknown decks because Konami, for some reason... They, they like to, to fuck us with the um, Latin America and, like, Central America. They act like it's, like, they act like we can't pull up cameras and stream it. Like, it's, like, some third world country. Um, like, why? Why can we not stream it? Like, it, was there a point in not streaming this? I guess it's because Jesse Cotton, like, he couldn't have won without the cameras because it's all staged, like you say YGO said. So, but anyways, um, top 32. There are six unknowns, so we do not know them, but I could say probably four of them are Terrellement and Shizu, but people just didn't want to share. So, you have 17 Terrellement, four Sprite, four Fulaneries, and my one sole little Exosister player. Don't know how they got there, but kudos to them. Then we go on to top 16. We have nine Terrellement, three Sprite, two Fulanderi, one Exosister, and one unknown. And um, as it gets more and more, you'll notice that um, it was a tier Ishizu uh, mirror match in the finals. No way. Crazy. We have never seen this happen before in the last past two weeks. There is no way that a tier Ishizu mirror match would be in the top 16. It's not like we're in a tier 0 format. That would never happen. That's just impossible. It, Guys, it's possible. Um, but yeah. It, it it's it is what it is um at this point the, the the ban list didn't really do anything um we do we are getting like the ban list finalized on december 1st so uh i don't know if there's a ycs this weekend but if it is we will start to see what the format kind of shapes up to be after giving non-tier players all these banish cards i don't think it's going to do much because um the, the OCG already had three D-Fissure and three Macrocosmos. Um, so I don't know. They already had that and tier was still tier zero. But as I always say, uh, TCG players are the most cancerous players of all time. We'll find a way to break something. But um, also, the funny thing about putting Macrocosmos to three is something I learned today. Um, so you can actually rue Kalos. The macrocosmos because it involves special summoning the the shit primordial monster or whatever the sun dude which is hilarious um but yeah that's a thing so you know get rid of DiFi or no sorry get rid of macrocosmos send it to your monster fusion summon you know all the good stuff which is hilarious but yeah um so, I kind of wanted to go over some cool rogue decks. 
that I have seen pop up over the recent couple months that I think are worth a play. Um, so I'll start with the first one. Um, I think Rika is still a good deck. Crazy, guys. I know. Coming from a Rika fanatic, I know you're probably like, oh, this dude plays Rika all the time. He's giving you false information. Well, you'd be right and you're wrong. Uh, you'd be right because Rika is not as good as it used to be. There is definitely, um, with Tier having all of the playing power that they have, uh, Rika sometimes just gets absolutely white. Um, but, on the good note, the deck is still very solid. And um, actually what I've been doing, uh, or testing, is running D-Shifter in the deck. Because honestly, the D-Shifter doesn't hurt it that much. Um, I've also been running a couple different cards to get rid of the spell traps. Um, like if you run into a Macrocosmos, um, uh, it was like a Predaplant monster. It was a level one. You could search off Rika Glamour. And there's a couple other cards that are actually coming out, like Rose Shaman, which would definitely bump up the deck a little bit. So I definitely think it's still a playable deck. It's seen a couple tops and regionals. So uh, if you still have that deck and you're like, oh man, I can't play this deck anymore, that's absolutely untrue. You can absolutely rock. All right, you you can you can bend over tier and just bang. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's still possible. Um, another cool deck that I've been seeing is actually um a two same. It's two cores, but they're playing kind of a different way of strategy or a different strategy. So um, Vernasilf Naturia Ishizu was something I was playing for a while. Um, I still really love the deck. Um, I'm just giving it a break so I can play tier just to get a little bit better. But I think the deck is really cool. Um, it has a lot of power that a lot of people don't know how to deal with and they don't know how to play against. Um, and the Vernasilf cards, if you, if, if you guys have not read a Vernasilf card, man, these cards are absolutely crazy. Like, the amount of advantage, yes, you lose hand advantage. But who cares if you don't have hand advantage when you're when you can literally send an Ashizu monster to the grave to interrupt the Terrellment players like plays, or you can send a Kelbeck mill five if you're not playing against a Terrellment player, or you can literally send Barrier Statue man like you can special summon any Earth monster from the grave that is insane you, you have a Fenrir special that Fenrir back baby you never lost it like the the Vernasilfs add so much utility to the deck so I really um like that but there's also another engine that is seeing a little bit more play than i thought they would that also adds a lot of utility to a deck and that is the runic strategy um so a lot of people are shifting away from the runic mystic mind because obviously mystic mind is gone praise lord and savior the mystic mind is gone i hope that card never comes back uh rip bozo but um a lot of people are shifting away from that strategy so what if they have they placed instead because Let's be honest, the Runic cards on their own, without Mystic Mind, not that good. They're honestly trash. But, the engine itself, the, the card advantage engine, is so good, and a lot of people are playing it with Naturia. There was a top 64, I think, last YCS, who top 64 with Runic Naturia. And you can make Baron, there's so many extra things you can do. And the Naturia is just an engine to gain you advantage. Because that's what the Naturia cards do. The new ones, they just gain you advantage. You you, you you quack up so much advantage from the cards. And the Runic cards are the same way. 
Like, they're not amazing, but they gain you so much advantage that you're constantly out-advantaging your opponent to the point where they can't play and you win. And um, it's a really cool strategy. And you make Baron super easily, too, which is really cool. But another runic strategy that has actually popped up is runic goatee. And this is actually a really cool strategy as well because a lot of the level 4s and level 2s mix well with goatee because you need levels, you need to get to a level 6 or level 8s or level 10s. Um, and the, the runic cards kind of mix with that and they gain, they give the goatee like a consistent way to summon a level 4 or a level 2. There's always a consistent way to do it. And a lot of them will also run ready fusions so they can pop out a tuner from the extra deck and bang. Because all of the goatee synchros are generic. Like 900% of them are literally generic. Which, again, talking about the gold pride thing, why, these synchros better be generic as hell. That's all I'm going to say. Because if I, I, if I see a non-generic gold pride card, I, I'm going to be extra disappointed. Extra disappointed. But yeah, I think these strategies are really cool, and I think it's something that definitely could see some play um, as we go into this Tier 0 format more. Um, another, I wouldn't say this is a cool deck, alright guys. Um, Cash Tira. Pure Cash Tira, god I hate the deck, but it is very good rogue deck right now. Um, the deck spams level 7s. Um, you don't have your Trump monster yet, that comes in the next set here in a couple months. But even the deck by itself without that card Fenrir is a crazy card Unicorn's a crazy card Ogre's not bad The trap card's not bad You can run D-Shifter That's like five good things about the deck Tell me five good things I can say about Speedroids um, But yeah, I think Cashatier is a very solid strategy And I think that actually might see some play as well I, I'm surprised it didn't see as much play as it did And then um, finally Vernasilf Shizu Madolce. So Madolce is already like kind of a mediocre deck. Let's be honest, guys. But the Vernasilfs and the Shizu add something that I would have never thought of. The Vernasilfs add a searchability to it because all of the Vernasilf and the Madolce cards are Earth Fairies. Which I don't know why they would do that, but they did it. And the Shizu cards are Earth Fairies. So your whole deck is searchable. So you essentially can get whatever piece you're missing for the Mandolce like combo, and they always shuffle themselves back. So you're you're always having the graveyard interruption that an, that uh, a Terrellment player mills. It's basically useless against them, and to me that's crazy. Um, the Bestials are useless against them, which Bestials are being ran in almost everything. So if you think about it, you're not really losing anything. You're actually gaining something from playing these cards, which I think a lot of people might see more play out of this deck. Um, and then finally, Thunder Dragons. Um, I would say it's a rogue deck right now, sadly. If, if it wasn't in a Tier 0 format, I'd probably put them in Tier 2. Um, but right now, um, that deck is really cool. Um, using the Bestials to banish Thunder Dragon cards... And to literally search like Chaos Levineer and I think it's Diablos, like the Darkest Dragon or something. The deck has so much utility and it's very good. Um, being able to search Bestials in a light dark format is pretty crazy. And then finally, a deck that not a lot of people talk about um, that I think deserves recognition. And that is Draco Slayers. 
So Draco Slayers are unsurprisingly a good deck. Like, I really stress to you guys to go home and actually read these Draco Slayer cards because they're crazy. Like, every single one of them is absolutely bonkers. Um, and they all end up searching you cards, so you're always gaining advantage. And then also being able to search any field spell in the game um, is crazy. Search Necro Valley. Search Generator Boss Stage if you're dire. Search, like, anything. That's crazy. Any field spell. And then finally, um, a deck that uh, actually I just watched a video on um, that Jesse Cotton was making or played. It's uh, Crystal Beasts. Crystal Beasts are a good deck. As, mu as much as I, I hate the fucking strategy, it is a very good deck. It's very solid. It does what you need a deck to do, and it can run D-Shifter. Do, do I need to say more? If your deck can run Shifter, it's, it's a rogue deck right now. Um, the deck has a lot of options to play. Um, the new advanced Crystal Beast cards don't add much to the strategy, but they add something to the strategy. Um, he was, uh, I think Jesse Cotton was actually playing like two Valiants field spells, because one of the Valiant field spells actually lets you move a monster from the spell trap zone to the monster zone, which is crazy for Crystal Beast. But yeah, th those are the decks that I think are some cool road decks that I have been kind of watching out for. Um, personally, if you're looking to play those this format, um, if, if you're playing in any competitive space, um, the best competitive deck out of all of those would probably be the Naturia deck. I think that deck holds very well against a lot of the Ashizu Terrellment players. I think a lot of people don't know how to play against the deck. And the deck has so many like resource engine, like card-wise. Um, it has a lot. But overall, um, I think the deck is very solid. And I think all these decks are solid. So if you want to take them to locals, if you want to take them to a regional, I, I highly recommend. And... Um, we're almost done for the day. I had a couple people leave some comments on my last episode, which I love. Please keep leaving comments. It makes me happy. Um, I love talking about it, so please do. So the first comment says, Thank you for your honest take on Sky Striker from Schwifty. Um, no problem. I'm sorry that I don't like Sky Strikers, but overall, it's a cool deck. Um, as long as you're not playing Mystic Mind, I think the deck's really cool. Um... And you have some new support coming out, so you won't need Mystic Mine anymore. I'm just kidding. You'll definitely need Mystic Mine. AlexJco123 says, I love you, question mark. So the first thing I have to say, Alex, is why did you put a question mark there? If you're not going to love me, I don't want you, okay? Um, I am a high-value male, so therefore I need more than I love you, question mark. I need full affectionate... I love you heart heart emoji heart eyes emoji star emoji okay because this this I don't know how I'm gonna create content after seeing this honestly you know I, I don't know if I can make any cool more I can't make any more cool quotes when people don't love me okay just like my dad he didn't love me so therefore I made this podcast Alex how could you honestly I just I can't I'm just kidding. Thank you for the comment. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, please leave some questions. Um, I would love some questions. Uh, I know Spotify Unwrapped just came out. Um, so if you guys have me in your top five, send me 
uh, just a picture on Twitter at me, whatever, and I will literally like send you a kissing emoji. I, I will literally like send you like two bucks. I that's all I have, but I'll send you two dollars if you put your cash app in there. Only two dollars though, not a dollar fifty, um, not three dollars, two dollars. That everyone gets a, a budget of two dollars, two dollars. But um, either way, uh, I'm about to end the episode. But before I end the episode, I just want to give you guys a thanks because um, I honestly looked through. I didn't know the podcast section had unwrapped stuff. Um, and I was looking at it and it just like still kind of shocks me every day that people, this many people listen to me. Okay. So I just want to give a couple things so you guys know. Um, so my podcast was heard in 24 countries, which that's crazy. Um, just in general, that's incredible. And I want to shout out all the 24 countries. I don't have all of you on here, but all the countries and all the people that listen to me, thank you. Um, my podcast was in the top 30% most shared globally, which that's fucking sick guys. And I really appreciate it. And I think the coolest thing is, is we're in the top 10 podcasts where I have 258 fans where I'm in the top 10 for their podcast section. And I just want to say thank you guys. You guys are the best. Anybody who listens to my podcast is the best. You're the reason I continue to do this. And, um, I want to thank you guys. You're the stars. Um, if you, um, hear this, give yourself a pat on the back, pour yourself a glass of bourbon. You deserve it. Just don't get too drunk and hit Timmy. But yeah, um, thank you guys for all the support. Um, I will see you next episode and hopefully next episode we will have a, a host or a guest or maybe two guests. We'll see how we're doing, but, uh, thanks everybody. And, um, Again, follow me on Twitter at MetaKillerMetaYGO. I forgot that shit for some reason. It's my own Twitter handle. But uh, thank you guys, and you guys have a wonderful night.